Hello everyone and thank you for joining me in another episode of MPD and Relationship with D. Hill as your host. I hope everyone's well. I am doing good. My discussion today is in regards to gatherings. Gatherings with friends, family, co-workers, neighbors, you name it. The list goes on. All right. You know, we have the summer approaching. Well, actually, the the summer is here. (laughs) And we've had graduations. We may still have some more graduations coming up here soon. And we have barbecues, we have baby showers, we have weddings, you name it. All right. Also, those picnics, that's right, those picnics uh, with coworkers, you know, the job picnics. We have to remember that too. They have those annual picnics, you know. All right, so I'll dive right on in. You know, sometimes we go to these gatherings and or events and depending on the atmosphere, the the vibes, some people would like to say, and some even say, you know, spirit, you know, and it may, you know, cause us some uneasiness. It may even shake our peace up. And it also can cause a trauma. It can be traumatic and or cause some depression from attending. It also can cause anticipated anxiety of the unknown, what's going to take place at these events with these specific people, you know, that we are going to attend with. Now, if when we think about the feeling that we're gonna have and I guess what we're bringing to the table and what our takeaways are, if we know that we are going to these events and it's going to cause us, you know, a feeling of regret as to why we went, we should never have gone. Well, then maybe those are some indicators because your feeling, your gut feeling won't lead you wrong with that, you know, and especially if you've already had some type of, I'll say it, run in and or some type of conflict, you know, that will will cause you to even be apprehensive and have be second guessing yourself if you know if it's a good idea if you go or you you shouldn't. And then I do I do get the, the other aspect of 
Well, what would they say if I don't go? How would they feel if I don't attend? Well, the bottom line is, how would you feel if you go? How would you feel? What, what will you feel? Would it benefit you to go or would it benefit you not to go? And so I, at, this, at that point, I think it's a very noble thing to put yourself first. It, it's, a, it's, not, it's, a, it's a selfless thing, very selfless, to put yourself first when it comes to your peace. And it's okay. It's okay to say no. It's okay to say, I can't make it. It's okay. I'm unable to attend. It's all right. And not feel guilty about it. And I think that that's a whole aspect of it as well because sometimes we feel like, you know, we're looking and, and we're looking at other people to pretty much dictate our choice, our decision, whether or not we attend a function that we don't even want to go. We don't even want to go to. We don't want to go. You don't want to go. You're very apprehensive about it because you already know it's going to rock your world pretty much. So I say to you today, feel free to give yourself a pass. A pass of unnecessary drama, unnecessary heartache, unnecessary anxiety. Choose you and choose not to go. Because in at the in the at the end, when it's all over, you're not happy. You're not happy because you've you've gone, you know. Uh, you're not happy. You go home and you are distraught pretty much because you didn't follow your inner self which had your best interest at hand and your protector. And so it's not important to have other people feel uh, happy just because they have a number, just because you're a number who showed up in their, you know, I'm gonna say it, in their madness pretty much. Because if these people, if specific people are causing you these feelings that are not healthy, then they are the ones who's feeling good about it. And then you walk away not feeling good at all. So I say to you again, give yourself a pass. It's okay. It's okay 
they will be just fine. They will be fine and you will be better because you chose you. You chose yourself, self-love, more importantly over anything. Most importantly over anything. And that's what matters. You are what matters. All right, this is Coach D. I hope you all take care and have a blessed rest of the day. Till next time, peace be multiplied. everyone. Thank you for joining me in another episode of NPD in Relationship under the scope with D Hill as your host. I hope everyone's doing well. I am good. I have a discussion for you all today. The discussion is marriage and embracing singleness. marriage and single and still obtaining discipline okay well when it comes down to you know the ideal of being married you know and the idea of being single You know, we some people view marriage and being single, you know, how you embrace marriage if you've been married before and or before they were married, how they were when they were single, you know, before when they had the, they were in the single life, living the single life in the single life stage. And then there's another portion who has never been married. And so, you know the idea of being married it seems like that's the best thing the best choice you know is is that's just it you know and so when we view marriage and we view a person who's being who's single for some who are single they feel this you know i i should say they feel like possibly either the, the tick you know the clock is ticking for them and they feel like they're moving you know in areas of their life and they feel like it's time to be married you know and then there's another aspect of the biblical aspect of marriage now I I think I what I was I what I'm saying is when it comes down to marriage and being single even in marriage and also in while being single it comes it requires some discipline now just because getting married it doesn't mean that you're complete always just because you get married a person who's single can be complete as well. 
you know. So it all starts, you know, with what is your goal? You know, what what is it that when when you're when you're married, when you if you plan to be married and or you decide to continue to be single in life. What are your thoughts? You know, what what's your goal behind it? You know, um, because when it comes down to marriage, now that's a, a that's a great commitment that you're making because you know we're not making just a commitment to the spouse, but we are promising, making a promise to our creator, you know, to God. And so when we take these vows, we have to go in with a certain mindset, you know, and it's not just because, and it should never just be because um, the people over here are married, the people over there are married, but I'm not married. And, you know, so it should never be anything like that. And, you know, you know, and yes, there are people who desire to be married and I get that, you know. And there are some people who desire to remain single. I get that as well. So I, I'm not making an argument on for, you know, on either side. But the point I'm making is, if we choose to be married, let's continue to practice self-discipline because with marriage and/or being remaining single, it comes and requires. It does require for us to exercise self-discipline. It does. And, in you know, when it comes to both. So it's not to be something, you know, oh, you know, you should, we should never feel, a person should never feel a shortcoming because they're not married or a shortcoming because they're single, you know. And some people make choices for themselves and the choices that they make aren't always led by our creator, you know, and I won't go into depth about, you know, what the Bible speaks biblically in regards to marriage and being single. That's not what I'm, you know, the discussion is today. It's merely... the whole aspect of self-discipline in relating to marriage and or being single. So I know oftentimes people, you know, say, well, you know, because I mean, if you even, even if we think about it and I'm, I'm just going to go ahead and say it, even if we, we would think about like, you know, sometimes we have the church, which would put, you know, a stigma by saying, you know, um, well, I wouldn't say that. I sh- let me just go back. So, for instance, you know, you'll have someone who feels like, well, some pressure, I should say. Someone may feel pressured because, you know, coming from the church aspect, they might feel pressured to be married, you know, 
And but but what do you you know, are you are you ready for marriage? That's the thing, the point I'm making. Are you ready for it? You know, so are you, is your mindset a certain way? You know, do you actually know what it means to be married as opposed to just the whole idea of being married and, you know, the, what it looks like for you, you know, and, and, and feeling like it's a completeness. So when we really view that. And, and or being single, you know, what, so, so what is your, you know, what are your responsibilities, you know, to remain single on this earth? You know, what are your responsibilities to remain a single person? What does that look like for you as well? So viewing the both, you know, on both a- aspects, it, you know, it, is really important that if we considering if we're considering marriage that we understand the dynamics of being married and what does that look like what does it mean for you personally in your own life you know and you know it's just something to think about and then if you decide to remain single what would that look like for you in your life you know, and what would you apply? What are some things that you would apply as you are on your journey of being single, you know, and continuing to move forward in your purpose that God has designed for you in your life? All right, everyone. So this is Coach D and I hope everyone has a wonderful rest of the day I hope everyone will be able to you know let this discussion resonate with you and just put a little thought to if you're considering marriage and or you've been struggling with you know the pressures of life with marriage versus the single life and how you would align the biblical aspect along with what society says and or what you feel as a person. All right, everyone, you all take care. God bless till next time. Peace be multiplied.